Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Say Lovey podcast with me, your host, Sila. I am sick, you guys. <laughs> so I wasn't going to record this episode because I was like, you know what? I'm really not feeling it. I'm so damn tired and I really don't have the energy to talk for a long period of time because I'm out of breath going up and down the stairs at the moment. But consistency pays off. So I decided to sit down and record this anyway. So if I do sound different, then I'm sorry. I have done a test recording and I think I sound the same, Um, but just letting you know in case you notice a difference. I do have a cold. So for today's topic, I'll get into it. We're talking about romanticizing your life, which I think is fitting since I have been glued to a couch for the past three days. I've been pretty bored, so I think this is a good chat for myself as well to talk about ways we can do that. So firstly, let's get into the life update. You guys know the drill at this point. This is how I start off every episode. So first things first, in last week's episode, I talked about how I went to my first ever fashion influencer event thingy with Vite Apparel, and I said that I would do a little clothing review for you guys on here, but I don't have my clothes yet. So the brand said they are coming sometime this week, and I also had mentioned in the last episode that I also won a prize at the fashion event. I won a winery tour for my family. So basically when I was emailing this lady who works for the brand, I think she actually owns the brand. But anyway, when I was emailing with her, she basically said they were waiting to send out my order until they got the winery tour voucher thingy-majiggy. So now that they have that, they're going to be shipping out my clothes. So hopefully they come soon because I'm really excited and I want to try them on. And I also want to give a little review because I thought the brand was really nice. So I want to maybe help them reach some more people. But anyway, so once the clothes come, whenever that will be. I will definitely do a little review on here for you. Second thing I want to talk about for my little life update is I also mentioned in the last podcast episode that I was going to stay with my grandparents because it was my reading break and it was super fun because where my grandparents live they're very close to the forest and they're they live in a really small town small compared to where I live because I live near the main city so this is a small town kind of vibe and they're very close to nature their backyard is actually right on a forest ravine so usually we see like bears and deer coming up into their yard we didn't this trip so I was a little sad because every single time I've seen a deer except for this past one but whatever that's okay the deer are doing their own thing I guess so just me and my dad went up there and they're actually his parents so It was like a little family reunion, a little bit. My mom and sister stayed behind because they both still had school and work. While we were there, my dad and I, we went on like a nature hike. We went and saw a waterfall. It was beautiful. And also, okay, you guys don't know this about me, but little sidetrack. I was in Scotland with my best friend in May of 2023. And I do have Scottish ancestry, so that's also why I wanted to go there because I wanted to like see the country and just like explore plus I'd never been to Europe before but one of my main reasons this might sound so stupid (laughs) to go to Scotland was to see the Highland cows or coos as they call them over there and the day we saw them I remember it so well it was May 9th 2023 it was probably one of the best days of my life my best friend she had hiked up this like mountain because they were on this big hill so she had climbed up ahead of me because I was out of breath and tired And all of a sudden, I can't see her anymore. And then I hear her screaming my name. She's like, Sila, there's a cow. Oh my God. So I come running up this hill and there was maybe, I don't know, like maybe eight of them. But it was seriously one of the best days of my life. And I'm sure she would say the same thing. It was just, they're so cute with their bangs and they're red. I just love them so much. So anyway, why this is related to my trip to see my grandparents. So after coming back from Scotland and my grandparents finding out I have this obsession with these Highland cows... 
my grandpa tells me that there is actually a Highland cow farm near where they live. It's about a 30 minute drive from their house. So I was like, oh my gosh, next time we have to go. Long story short, summer happened, life happened. So I never got to actually go to the farm since learning about it until this past week, you guys. Oh my God, it was so fun. We end up showing up to the farm and the gates are closed because I guess you can only get in through appointments. And my grandpa was like, well, if you make an appointment with the farm, you're going to have to buy something like the jams or whatever that they're selling there. Whatever farm stuff they have there, you're going to have to buy it if you make an appointment because they're opening up the farm to you. You can't just go in for no reason. I also think that's just my grandpa thinking that he's not going to be polite if he didn't buy anything. But anyway, so the gates are closed. I can see the cows and I start getting so excited. I'm like screaming in the car. I'm so excited. My Nana is laughing. It was so funny. But the cows were really far away. Like the pen they were in was probably the size of like a soccer field and a half. So it was quite big and they were all the way on the other side, of course. So the way the farm was laid out, the pen was against where the front gate was. So they could come right up to us if they wanted to, but they did not look like they were going to move. So I was happy nonetheless just to get to see them because I do have this weird obsession with them. I just think they're so cute and I love them so much. So anyway, my dad ended up calling the farm and was like, hey, my daughter is an art school student. She needs to do this thing for her photo project. Is it okay if you guys let us in? And the farm people were like, we're actually not there right now, but the key is in this place. You can unlock it. Just make sure you lock it back up before you go. So dad to the rescue, he got us in the farm. We had the whole place to ourselves. We didn't go past the cow place because we didn't want to like intrude or overstay our welcome since they had literally trusted us to unlock their farm like we broke in respectfully <laughs> kind of like you know they gave us the key but no one was on the property except for us it wasn't yada 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 the cows are not getting up we're taking photos of them blah 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 and they weren't getting up my dad was trying to call them over my grandpa was like banging his shoe against the fence to try and make noise because i guess they come up to the fence all the time to see people but they were just not interested in us for some reason which i was totally fine with because i got to see them and whatever so we had a great day and then the next day when me and my dad left, we went back to the farm to go see if they were closer to the fence. And they were. So I got some closer pictures of them. And they were so cute. This one was like staring at us while he was eating. Anyway, it was just such a good day. I love Highland cows. So every time I go visit my grandparents now, I'm just going to spend my whole day on the cow farm. Because, yeah, I just love these little dudes. I think they're so freaking funny. And if you are curious, I do have the photos I took of the cows on my Instagram and TikTok. I will link them in the description under this episode. So if you do want to see them, I think they're really good photos. So if you do want to see them, please go check them out. Thank you. My last little life update for you guys before we get into today's topic is I am stressing about school right now, which is kind of annoying since we literally just had reading break. And reading break ends tomorrow. So when this episode comes out, I will be in class actually. And I've talked about it on here before. My Monday class stresses me out like no other. Third year of university is the best. I'm having a great time. I feel like we have a lot more freedom and trust amongst faculty and like technicians especially. I don't know what it's like for other people in more academic majors, but for us, like we have a lot more trust with the technicians since art school is very hands-on and blah, blah, blah. So third year has been really fun in terms of like having our own freedoms and things like that and what we want to explore in our art. But oh my God, having the freedom <laughs> is really stressful because you have to come up with everything yourself. No one is really telling you what to do. 
So you guys will definitely hear about it more on here if you care. <laughs> um, and the pictures will also be on my Instagram as this process keeps going. But basically until the end of the semester. So my last Monday class is April 16th. So that's a long time. But no, it's actually not. Because we have to basically do an open project. And this consists of anything we want to explore in terms of our art practice and all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. So for me, I chose to more go into the kind of art style, if anybody does follow me on my Instagram, that I've been doing lately with the kind of more nature film grain, kind of green and warm toned colors in my photos. Kind of like the romantic, cinematic, that kind of stuff. However, I'm very scared to do this presentation tomorrow because my professor is more conceptual and he kind of seems to think that that kind of work that I love to do is more mundane which will also get us into today's topic because I don't know what it is. He just doesn't seem to understand my vision, which is totally fine. Like he's there to push me and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I feel like I've said blah, blah, blah a lot. But anyway, I just, I don't know. I'm scared for this presentation because I really want to focus on my art practice. And this is supposed to be about us as individual people and all this stuff. So I really hope he tries to understand what I'm trying to make because this is going to take a lot of time and money for me to get this project full vision. And especially because we have six or seven weeks to work on it. He's expecting it to be like close to perfection. If not, then perfect. So I have a lot of moving parts here. I'm photographing seven. Oh my God. I don't know why I said it like that. Seven different women. So trying to fit them all into my timetable, accounting for their timetables, wardrobe, lighting, all this stuff. It's very stressful and especially being sick when I have to go do this presentation tomorrow is bad timing as well. But obviously there's nothing I can do about that. So yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit stressed, but I'm also kind of sick. So this might sound horrible, but I also don't care because my brain is so tired. I just, I don't care. I basically have been watching Modern Family all day today. So <laughs> I'm just kind of living it hour by hour and we're going to figure it out when we get there. Okay. So this idea of mundane that I mentioned for my project, if you don't know what mundane means, it basically means like dull or boring, which sounds horrible, <laughs> but I tend to like to focus on mundane subjects in my art because every day we go through these moments that are dull and boring, but it's our job to romanticize them, make them feel special, because if we fall into this routine, like especially me being sick, like I said, being on the couch just watching Modern Family for days since I've been back from my grandparents, like everything is very boring. And so if I start to, I don't know, maybe make tea, light a candle, stuff like that to help me not feel as sick, you know, like does that make sense? Just try and find little things in your day to enjoy. So one way that I got really good, I feel like at romanticizing the mundane, I'm going to use that word a lot in this episode, um, is through my art practice. I feel like I started trying to get better at romanticizing in quarantine and I think that's how I discovered Fernanda Ramirez I've talked about her so much on this podcast I'm actually so obsessed with her she's like everything I want to be <laughs> and I think that's how I came across her channel was in quarantine she was like talking about stuff and different ways that you can do this fast forward four years later actually this March four years later which is crazy I feel like I'm getting really good at it and if not then I am really good at it and I feel like this definitely shows through my art practice, like I said, like I tend to gravitate towards more 
coffee date photos, how to make that look like art, how to make it feel more than just like a split moment in your day. How do you make it feel like art? And if you're not an artist, how can you implement that idea into your life? Everybody does have a creative side, so maybe this is for you painting, maybe this is for you taking Pinterest photos. I've talked about this before, I think, in this podcast, but that's how I kind of started getting into this kind of style of art, was by taking Pinterest photos. And I also feel like because I naturally do have a creative brain, it comes easy to me, but stuff like this comes easy with practice. You know, practice makes perfect. So let's say you do want to be like one of those Pinterest girls. And I even kind of talked about becoming your dream girl in my last podcast episode. Go listen to it if you haven't already because it was a good one. So what does that mean for you to become your dream girl? And I've talked about this on here a million times. Go on Pinterest and make a Pinterest board. And I'm telling you, you'll find some ideas, you'll get some inspiration. And honestly, as dumb as it might sound, just start taking those Pinterest aesthetic photos during your day. If you get a matcha in the morning and you have it with like a cute little bagel take a photo of it. The picture doesn't have to be good, but by you taking a picture, you're deciding to remember that moment and that's already helping you romanticize. And what I also find about this is you don't want to keep taking photos like this throughout your day. Like let's say your storage is very low like mine is. You'll eventually get so good at noticing those little perfect moments in your day that you don't need to take a picture of them. Sorry if you can hear the wind blowing. There's like a windstorm going on outside all of a sudden. So if you can hear that, I'm sorry. Just a little side note. But yeah, what I was saying is like if you start to take those photos like of your morning matcha, maybe you go to yoga and you like your jacket, take a picture of yourself, like take a selfie, whatever, who cares? You don't have to post it, it's just for you. And I even have a little folder in my photos on my phone that says like my Pinterest photos and it's all pictures I've taken that I think are Pinterest worthy but have also helped me romanticize those mundane little moments in my day. So today, even though I'm sick, I came home from the gym, which was a bad idea. I decided to go to the gym this morning just to walk on the treadmill to get my body moving. I was on there for maybe five minutes before I decided that I had to go home because I was just so tired and so gassed. So that was a bad idea. So I think that might have made my cold worse, honestly, but whatever. So I got home. I had a quick shower just to rinse off. And then I had a bath and I decided to light this candle my best friend got me for Christmas. I made some tea. I put some cool like pecan butter tart thing sweetener in my tea so it was really delicious. I had my 101 essays book to read in the bath. I had some bath salts in there. So little stuff like that like it just made my day feel that much more special especially because I have a cold. I'm not doing much right now so that just made me feel better and honestly because I had that nice relaxing bubble bath It gave me some motivation to record this podcast for you guys today because like I said at the beginning, I originally wasn't going to because I figured I was too sick and too tired to do it at the moment. And did I take a picture of the candle in the bath tray I had going on? Yes, I did. And did I add that to my little folder in my phone? Yes, I did. Because then tomorrow I can look back and be like, oh yeah, that was a really nice moment I had. So anyway, I'm not telling you to become a photographer. I'm not telling you to post these photos. I'm not telling you to like become Pinterest famous. If you want to do all that stuff, great, do it. I'm trying to do it too, girl. Like, Good for us. Hope we can do it. But this kind of like looking for the art in your everyday. I think I'll say it like that just because I'm an artist and that might sound so geeky. But looking for your art in everyday. 
And I feel like this has really helped me with my mental health as well, especially since I started getting more into this idea of romanticizing in terms of photography during quarantine. I feel like it's really improved my mental health since then and is still improving my mental health because now I have the eye and the ability to see those moments, even if I'm not doing it for a photo op, let's say, like, let's just say me and my friend are out for Starbucks, we're both leaving the gym and we're both sweaty and we both look gross, like... I'm not going into Starbucks thinking, oh, this would be a perfect photo op. But you know what? If I get a cute little bagel for breakfast, it's a little cute moment for me and I'm going to romanticize it whether or not I take that photo now. Does that make sense? Because now I've instilled that practice into my head about finding those little moments that bring me joy in the day. And I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, especially if you have a routine right now where you're not feeling motivated, maybe you're not in school, maybe you're just working a job and you're kind of like, eh, this is okay, like I'm content. So if you look for those moments and start practicing taking those Pinterest photos, it'll help you get better at mentally noticing them first. So like when I first started doing this, I would more call it like setting up photo ops and yeah, they were for my Instagram, you know, like we were all in quarantine, we were all bored posting everything on social media. And so maybe I'd take a cute Polaroid, set it up really cute on a table with like some other props, a book, things like that, whatever. But now I just feel like I notice that stuff anyway. So I would just say, just start doing it. And if you don't want to actually start taking photos, just start trying to make your space more romantic. And I can tell you how you can do that. So one thing that really worked for me recently, I feel like I still live in my childhood home with my family. And so my bedroom has been my bedroom since I was one year old. Okay, so this has been my house since I was one. My bedroom layout has basically stayed the same. I haven't really had a big bedroom glow up, I want to say like since quarantine, because that's when I painted my walls. I did have the aqua blue walls we all had when we were in like our tween years. Um, So now my walls are like this neutral gray because I was trying to be more mature. Okay. (laughs) Um, I got rid of my bunk bed, all that kind of stuff. So I haven't really had a bedroom glow up in a while. And so I was starting to get really bored in my room and living here in the winter, it's really gray. I've talked about it before. So I was just feeling really down and I wasn't liking hanging out in my room. It wasn't really a space for me to stay. It was more just where I slept, you know, and it just wasn't it anymore. So I did the easiest and cheapest thing I could think of. I have a bookshelf in my room, so I just went on Pinterest, I looked up bookshelf decor, and I got rid of a bunch of stuff. I put my yearbooks into storage. I got some prints that I actually designed to make it extra cheap for myself. I didn't have to order anything. That's one thing I will say is nice about practicing creativity, is if you decide that you really want something, just make it yourself. (laughs) It's that easy. It's not the cheapest way, especially if you're working on something bigger, But if you wanted to do prints, I just drew them on Procreate on my iPad, printed them at London Drugs. It cost me like 15 bucks to have all these prints done for my room. And they look like something you would see on Pinterest. So anyway, I just started pulling stuff out of my drawers that maybe I don't have anymore. Like I have a bunch of crystals and they were all kind of just jammed into one spot. So I kind of spread them out some more. I did some research on them. So now I'm a bit more enlightened that way about what they all do and all blah, blah, blah. So I have them on display. I organized all my jewelry, so I have my necklaces and earrings and stuff on a cute little earring holder I got at HomeSense, stuff like that. I just judged up my room. And also with stuff like this, don't be afraid to get rid of things because if you keep holding on to every single thing, you're going to run out of space. And I'm more somebody who wants to be, 
I want to be a minimalist so bad, but I also love my stuff. <laughs> so it's really hard for me to get detached, even from a shirt that I wore in grade eight. I'm like, oh, I remember wearing that and then I can't donate it. But it's like, girl, you're never going to wear this again. Like, who cares? It's okay. Just donate it. I even went through this recently in my art studio slash office in my parents' house. I have a drawer with almost every single art project I have made from preschool to grade 12. So that's a long time <laughs> and I have so many projects saved plus being in university now producing art all the time I was like I'm running out of space I need to get rid of some stuff so honestly I told myself I was only allowed to keep maybe two things from each year and then everything else went into the recycling and you know what I feel really good now that there's more space in my house for the art that I'm actually going to care about if that makes sense because now all the art that I'm keeping is art that's helping me with my future as a photographer. It's not just like some random thing I made when I was four, <laughs> you know, like keep some of that stuff. I'm not saying throw out all of your memories and all of your childhood things, because one day looking back on that with your kids, you're going to be laughing about it and why you thought Rapunzel looked like that. So you drew her like that, like all that stuff is funny to reminisce on. So I'm not saying throw out everything, but just decide like what is actually important to you more and start from there. Once you do it, it'll automatically be so much easier to romanticize your everyday because now my room feels that much more aesthetic. It feels that much more clean. I feel like I'm living in my Pinterest board honestly now because I have gutted my room. I took out so much stuff, so many clothes. I put new prints on my wall, all prints I made as well. So as an artist, that was kind of nice to see my own work on the wall, even if it was kind of basic because I use Pinterest as the inspiration but yeah it's just nice to have a space where I can relax and it's not just somewhere I go to sleep anymore I do homework in there I might do a little ab workout in there whatever read so yeah so clean your space having a clean space will also help you have a clean mind and that will help you romanticize as well because you'll feel more calm kind of hoping all of that made sense I feel like because I'm sick <laughs> My brain is kind of all over the place right now. So hopefully this episode is going okay so far. I still have a few more tips for you. Another one is making playlists and making everything feel like an event. So playlists I talked about in my dealing with anxiety episode, which was also, I think my best one. I think that's the most popular one. So I would go listen to it if you haven't already. So making playlists can literally be anything. Like go on your Spotify, make a playlist for getting ready. Maybe you're going out with your girlfriends and you need to feel those good vibes. Make a playlist for that. Maybe you make a playlist because you're going to the doctor and you're going to get blood work and you're really scared. So make a playlist. I've done that before. When I had to do that for the first time, I listened to the Bridgerton soundtrack because that music really calms me down. So that really worked. And also, if you have your own little soundtrack going when you're by yourself, like obviously be safe on public transit and things like that. But if you have your own little soundtrack and you're walking to and from school, you'll feel like like the main character. And I know people cringe when people say that, but I think it's really important to feel like the main character because I said it in my last episode, you are. You're the main person in your life that you spend the most time with. So it's okay to have that main character mentality as long as it's not toxic and you're like making everybody feel bad around you. But it's okay to walk to Starbucks and maybe you've got like some Gilmore Girls playlist going on in your head and you want to feel like you're in the TV show. Go for it, girl. Like, who's going to judge you? No one knows that you're listening to that. So literally, who cares? <laughs> Just do it because life is too short. Have fun. Anyway, I'm kind of going off topic. Make playlists because it just gives you a little soundtrack for your life. 
It makes things feel more exciting. If you're cooking dinner, put on a playlist. One of my favorites to listen to is European Summer. I don't know who made it. I think it honestly might be Fernando Ramirez. I think it might be. But I listen to that all the time. If I'm like cooking or if I'm on the Sky Train and I feel really tired, I'll listen to that and it's all Spanish music and it makes me just feel like I'm maybe in Europe, even though I'm literally just coming back from school. Like, you know, it just helps me romanticize and feel good. My last little thing I kind of have talked about throughout this whole thing is just being creative and having a hobby. If you are someone like me currently who is in a productive time in my life right now just because I'm in university and I'm working, it is sometimes hard to find time to have my own hobbies. And especially right now, I feel like I don't really have a hobby because my hobby kind of became my job since I'm a photographer now and I'm getting my degree I don't really have a creative outlet because photography was my creative outlet when I was in high school. So it's kind of weird to be in that position as an art student. Obviously, I love what I'm doing, but now it's become work, if that makes sense. I still absolutely love it. And yes, of course, I can go on, like when I went on that nature walk with my dad this week, I took my camera and I took pictures of the waterfall for me. That wasn't for a client, that wasn't for my class. But still, like, I'm still practicing my job. So there's that blurry line, I guess, for me right now. So I'm kind of trying to find another hobby. I used to be really into painting. And then I got tendonitis in the summer. So I stopped painting, which I don't know why. I should start doing it again, especially since my grandparents just bought me an easel. So maybe that's something, and I've talked about it on here before, that I should get back into doing. But having something creative where you're in charge, you can decide is just really amazing and it also just will help you practice having that artsy brain and helping you find those romantic moments in your day like I was talking about with the Pinterest photos you know so yeah my three big things I would say are have playlists to make things feel like an event for yourself to practice taking Pinterest photos just so you start to notice those perfect and I put perfect in quotations obviously you can't see me but like perfect quote-unquote moments in your day and also find a hobby that's creative for you because when you can take a step back and you're not worrying about like your math test on Tuesday or what university you're going into or maybe you're really not looking forward to your shift tomorrow or any of that kind of stuff if you have your own little outlet where you can just be zen be creative do whatever you want I think it's really beneficial for your mental health also I think I want to do an episode on having hobbies and what it means to be creative just because I think creativity is so important and it can come from literally anywhere. So I think it's really important. But anyway, I'll do that in a separate episode, I think. So those are my big takeaways. I also kind of feel like this topic is kind of hard to give advice on just because I am an artistic person. And for somebody who's maybe has more of an academic brain, like my boyfriend, for example, He would not be somebody who's walking around with his phone out to take Pinterest-worthy photos every day, you know? So I think it just depends on where your creativity kind of goes or what you want to do with it. So it's kind of hard to give advice. I just feel like, yeah, because I've grown up always knowing that I was creative. I started painting when I was two. So I guess take away from this episode what you want. Try and implement something I said into your day just to help it feel more exciting, especially if you have a routine especially if you're just kind of feeling blah right now with winter still being very much here. (laughs) Even though we've got little peaks of spring coming, winter is still very much here. So we're trying to get through those winter blues because spring is around the corner. 
So just do what you can with what I said. Because at the end of the day, if you are romanticizing your mundane moments, you are going to find more joy in life. You're going to be more grateful for what you have. You're going to feel more special. And this kind of goes hand in hand with what I said in the Valentine's Day episode I put out about dating yourself. It's the same kind of ideas. Just learn how to spend time with yourself. Learn how to notice those moments where something feels special, even if it isn't. And if you do feel like you're kind of falling into a routine where you're kind of bored, you're kind of doing the same thing every day, every week, every month, try and break that routine, like I said, with being creative. It could be as simple as learning how to bake or learning how to cook. Maybe you start making podcast episodes or, yeah, kind of go back and maybe listen to the Date Yourself episode I did because there's some ideas there on things you could do to make yourself feel more special and make yourself feel like the priority. And at the end of the day, I think that's what's important is mental health and making yourself feel like the priority. So yeah, I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles now. Do you want to end the episode off with a quote from, you guessed it, 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think? So here's the quote. Your habits create your mood and your mood is a filter through which you experience your life. I read that and I was like, damn, it's so true. Like once you start implementing these habits, I said, like taking the Pinterest photos, whatever that means to you, figuring out a way to do it yourself if you don't want to do that, to romanticize the boring little moments in your day, that will change your mood. It will change your outlook on things. You'll be more excited to do those quote unquote stupid little tasks. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, thank you for listening to my sick podcast episode today. I hope that you also got something out of this. I feel like talking about this and rereading that quote also made me think about some different ways that I could romanticize even today. Because right now it's only 3pm. So I still got time to do something for myself. And so do you. So whatever you're doing right now, think about a way to romanticize it. If you're driving, be safe. (laughs) If you're going for a walk, maybe you notice a little flower growing on the side of the road. I don't know. Do whatever you got to do to make your day feel more special. Do whatever you got to do to make it feel romanticized because at the end of the day, we're the main characters in our own lives and I'm going to say it time and time again. So yeah, thanks for listening to today's episode. I'm glad that I was able to sit down and do this despite my cold because recording this made me feel like I romanticized the day. So yeah. I hope you have a good rest of your day and you guys next time we talk it will be March which means spring is coming I promise you those gray clouds will be going away soon hopefully and that will also help us further romanticize our lives once that sunshine comes back out those flowers start growing so yeah and please leave a review under this podcast it would mean a lot and I'm also so happy we're starting to build a little community over here so yeah everybody enjoy the rest of the week if we do get some sunshine try and get outside and enjoy it So yeah, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.